Welcome back to the Get Unstuck and On Target podcast. I'm Mike O'Neill with Bench Builders, and we're speaking with thought leaders to uncover tips to help you break down the barriers that may be keeping you or your business stuck. Joining me today is Sandy Cunney. Sandy is the founder of Human Power Solutions. Welcome, Sandy. Thank you, Mike. Nice to be here. I'm looking forward to our conversation. We've had a chance to speak at some length prior to this. I got to know you a little bit better. Let me share with our listeners a little bit about Sandy. I would describe her as somewhat of an expert in networking, but to do so, her goal is to create deep connections that can expand business. Sandy's latest venture started in December of 2019, which is the Human Power Solutions, and she's built a successful business through the pandemic and personal loss, due in large part to her strong network and deep connections. And Sandy, it's just that, that I would like us to kind of jump right in. We spoke prior, and this theme of resilience just kind of came out. Resilience. When I use that term, what does that mean to you? It just means not letting things that happen to you define where you, how you move forward. So many people will look at their past and look at the experience that they have and, and they'll continue to recount those past as, as a, oh, I got through this. But what, what's happening is they're still living in it. So you get through something, put it in a box and you learn from it and move forward. That to me is what resilience is. You know, resilience is probably something we've all had to kind of tap into, particularly in the last year or so due to COVID. But you started your business in December of 2019. And let's see, something happened around March of 2020. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, yeah. Not the best time to start a business. No, in theory, it's not. It wasn't. You know, we were, we were very hopeful when we when we first launched in December. You know, we had a very clear plan as to what we were looking to do. And I spent. I live in Massachusetts, but but my partner had been working in New York, and so I said, you know, why don't we try to build something out in New York as well? So we spent the first three months of 2020 going back and forth between New York and Boston and building up our team in, in New York. And suddenly we were home in March and mm. it was not in the plan for sure. No. But, you know, we made do. You mentioned it's not in the plan, but it's not only that you were starting a, a business at the, the cusp of the pandemic came on, but, but you and, and others, but you particularly experienced a very deep personal loss soon thereafter. Would you mind sharing what that was? Sure. So my, my partner, he passed away in August very suddenly and had, he really struggled with this pandemic, really struggled himself personally and was, was a very difficult time for us. And with his passing was that we're, that was a big test to the resiliency. But again, you learn from different people. They come into your lives for a certain amount of time and you take what you can learn from them. And hopefully that propels you forward. And that's Really, I'm not building my business in his memory. I'm, I'm building my business because of the things that you know we shared together and we did together. And you know, it's what I want to do for my family. So it's been a challenging time, that's for sure. Well, there's no question about it, Sandy. And in terms of kind of what you have been dealing with, you mentioned that you have to kind of learn from this. And 
move on is kind of way I think you kind of describe it. Otherwise, you do get kind of mired in that. What was one of the things that you most definitely learned through this sudden loss that has stuck with you? I think the biggest thing is not letting it overtake you. So there are days where I don't want to get out of bed. And some days I don't get out of bed. Those are very rare though. I, you know, I think the thing that I've really learned about myself is that this is just part of life. This is just part of the circle of life. And for, for Matt, he didn't want to live in this kind of environment and it wasn't what he wanted to do. And so it was just, that's just what happened. And I choose, I've made it, I've made a different choice. And I think we all wake up in the morning and we have a choice and uh, you can choose to either live in misery and depression, or you can choose to have a network of people reach out and ask for help and, and kind of move forward. So that's what I've, I've learned. I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. Well, it's pretty clear. And I really do appreciate your sharing this personal story with us, but it, it sounds as if it's defining you and it's impacting how you're choosing to conduct business. You mentioned before we started recording this, that what you really are trying to do is live each day like it is your last day. It, it absolutely. So I've made it a point to spend more time with my family, a lot more time with my family. I've got two gorgeous grandkids, three beautiful grown children who I adore being with, but I've also decided to get my motorcycle license. And so I'm doing that in the first weekend in April, you know, we're planning some trips to, as soon as the things open up to go zip lining and all the things that, you know, that make life worth living. So, you know, I, I think it's really important. The one, the couple of things that Matt taught me over the last five years, I mean, he taught me how to ski at 48 years old. Yeah. I learned how to golf. So I'm taking all those, all those great experiences that we had and, and incorporating those into my life and continuing to push, push the envelope a little bit. And this business has been an amazing push of the envelope. And I, and there's, there was a time where I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue, but I decided to continue. And I'm very excited that I did. Well, if you hadn't, you and I would not have crossed paths. Sandy, share with our listeners a little bit about your business, please. So our business, we do employee engagement programs, and, and we're really about working with employers to help keep their employees engaged in work and productive and feeling like they're still part of a company, if, even if they're working remotely. And, and that's our, our biggest mantra right now is, you know, how can we make learning fun and keep everyone kind of together and connected? And I've created some great relationships with our clients. Last night, we did a it lasts of a six-week program of time management and productivity. It's from 6.30 at night to 8.30 at night with 17 people. Mm. And none of them see each other now because they're all in different locations. And so it's so much of it is just kind of keeping people together. They're learning together. They're getting advice from each other. And it's, I was sad to, I was sad to have it end, you know, because we had such a great time. And that's really what it's all about. So you are providing means for for folks to, to learn, to be engaged. And that seems like that's kind of what helped driving um, your business. You started your business, this business in December, 2019. 
And you had shared with me this idea of you're a business owner and many of our listeners are either business owners or business leaders, but just you mentioned this idea of being uncomfortable in your business. Mm-hmm. And I found that term intriguing. Tell us more. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. So anyone that, anyone that knows me, I love starting businesses and I love being in business. So I owned a fitness center for seven and a half years and I was really uncomfortable there because it was a tough, tough business to, to run. But I tell my kids and I, people that I'm coaching, I'll say, if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. You're sitting in your business and everything's status quo. You're just kind of doing your thing. Well, you're status quo. So as you push the envelope in life and in business, that's where you get to the other side. As long as, as you're pushing, you don't stop yourself. And so many of us have that mental block of, wait, I can't, I can't be that successful. Sure you can. Just got to push through. You know, it's going back to mindset. But what I'm hearing you say is complacency can be very much to the detriment of, of a business. And it sounds like what you're encouraging us to do is be willing to kind of push the envelope so that you always have some degree of uncomfortableness. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, a little bit of uncomfortableness is not a bad thing. It means that you're, you're, you're pushing the envelope a little bit and you're growing. You know, another thing you mentioned to me, and this came up in our very first conversation, the type of work you do for clients, the type of work that we do for our clients, there's some similarities, but you, you'd literally put it in writing, and that is don't compete, collaborate. I think I know what that means, but when you say that, what does that say to you and how do you evidence that? So we're very much a servant organization. So we really believe in serving our clients in the best possible way. And there's so much business out there, especially in the learning and development space now. There's so many different experts that do different things. Stephanie Heider of Bridging Distance does remote team working like there's no tomorrow. I don't want to compete with her. I want to bring her into our clients so that, you know, we can really serve our clients well and give them the best person possible to deliver some of those trainings. So when I'm talking with people and they say, oh, well, I do the same thing and I can't work with you. I, I, I will question that and say, why? What's your mindset? Why, is, why can't we share business where we do something really, really well and you might do something a little bit differently. So collaboration, I think is really key. No one knows everything. So we can all learn from each other and we can all serve our clients in a very powerful way if we have that mindset. Well, that's exactly how you and I came together. We came together. I want to get to know you better. The more I learned about your business, what I learned is the kind of work you do and the kind of work we do is very, very similar. But before almost I could say it, you immediately blurted out this notion of collaboration. And that's music to my ears. And that is, uh, it's a big world. And we really need to be looking at what's in the best interest of our clients. And if you have the relationships in place, which I know you pride, that, that are based on uh, mutual trust, that collaboration will come. It's so powerful. I saw that firsthand and it was a result of that conversation that prompted me to say, Sandy, you'd be a great podcast <laughs> guest. And here we are. So we also have talked kind of comparing notes in terms as business owners. And there's a tendency sometimes to find something that you're good at and do that one thing. And therefore all of your income comes from that one thing that you're good at. Mm -hmm. Um, You say that's maybe not the best move as a business owner. 
I'm, I'm a multiple streams of income type of person. So if I look at a business, uh, whether it was my fitness center, whether it's this business, I, I come from multiple streams because you, you never know what's going to happen. So if you, if a restaurant didn't have a takeout, you know, system in place during the pandemic, they might, they might not have survived the pandemic. Right. So if you're thinking about those, those kinds of things and, for my fitness center, we sold supplements, we sold training, we sold group training. So we had a bunch of different things that, that we did aside from the memberships. And then for this business here, I have, you know, we have our HPS, our training and development, leadership training, all of the courses that we do. We also have a speaking side. So I go out and I speak. And then I also have a professional networking company as well as part, as part of our company, because I've built my business on the network. So you know, there's three different avenues that we make money. So it helps cash flow, it helps payroll, it helps you feel comfortable every day. So thinking about the ways that you can find things that are going to complement what you're doing, everything complements our main business, HPS. Back to the word complement, and that is find something you're good at, but then find those things that complement that and build that out. And yep. odds are pretty good. All you're doing is making it much better for your existing clients to take advantage of things that they might not have known if you hadn't made it known to them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Sandy, the title of this podcast is Get Unstuck and On Target. And I was going to ask, if you don't mind, would you share an example where perhaps you were stuck? And if you were, what got you stuck and what did you do to get unstuck? So I think the the best example is in my is is in the fitness center. When I opened that up in 2008, I had a clear idea as far as what I was purchasing. And when I found out actually what I was purchasing, it was much different and not in a good way to what I had agreed to. It was very challenging, and I had put some money into and into the center and was not getting the return that I that I wanted, and I froze. I absolutely froze and because I had poured, you know, a lot of my life into it and uh, my family's future. So I didn't, I, I stopped kind of working. I, my head just couldn't get past this mistake that I made. I missed numbers, you know, even though I had 10 people look at, you know, the whole deal and tell me it was a good deal. You know, you just, you don't know when people are not being honest with you. Hmm. You think that they are. And I remember going to lunch and I reached out, I reached out to someone. And I think that's the thing that really helped me is I have a network and I reach out to people. I'm not afraid to say, help me, you know, and we went to my mentor and I went to lunch and I'll never forget it. I was crying. Like I was, I was like, I can't believe I did this and my whole family. And he looked at me and he said, Sandy, you're good at what you do. Just get to work. And I was like, what? And it was the best thing, the best thing anyone has ever said to me. I mean, I'm like, you're right. I got to put my head down and just go. And so I put my head down, you know, gathered up my, gathered up my humans to help me. And we, we moved forward from 88 members to when I sold it, it was like 630 members when I sold it seven years later. So goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. And it was a wonderful place. It was a beautiful place. And we described that you're not talking about just the physical aspects, the wonderful place. You're describing what when you say a wonderful place? Uh, we were cheers about the beer is what we called ourselves. We were just this really great family of people that wanted to 
get healthy and do things together. So 25 of us would do a warrior dash, several of us would run marathons together. It was just a family. It was a real family. And my two of my kids worked there. So I was able to share the experience with, with them. And, you know, I sold it after, after I got divorced and my younger son, I wanted to be able to be there for his high school years. And I don't regret selling it at all. I, it was a great time, but the hours were kind of brutal. And I do miss the people though. I do bump into people now and they're like, we miss you. I'm like, you know, five, six years later, it, it was a really great place. Well, this theme of relationships, it just keeps coming up over and over again. You know, you shared where you did due diligence. You had a lot of people look at that business from every potential angle. But when you got in there, it just was not what you thought it was going to be. And you, you were almost at wit's end, but you went to a trusted person. And that's why I want to make sure I come back to that. You went to someone who you value, a mentor is what you described. And this mentor who knows you said something relatively profound. You're smart. You know what to do. Go do it. And hearing that, it sounds as if that's kind of spawned you on to do what you were capable of do. But hearing it, it sounds like a light bulb went off. Absolutely. It was, it was, it was almost like a punch in the gut. You know, like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, you are, you're better than this. And, you know, don't let this, don't let this decision and, and the, these people ruin, you know, your dream. And it was, it was just probably, I see him now and I'm just so grateful still. <laughs> and, and over the years I've, I've collected more mentors and, and more people. So with this, with this particular business, I met someone last February who basically said, you're my new project. I love what you're doing. And, you know, he's been a, he's been a trusted advisor, a trusted friend who's given me a CFO, given me some really great resources in order for me to, you know, this business is much bigger than the fitness center. And there's, there's many, there's many more facets to it. And I know that I need more help. I can't, I, I, I cannot run this business. Alone. So Sandy, you're a serial entrepreneur. You've owned multiple businesses and people in that line of, of work might think I've got all the answers. And you've said, no, I have benefited from others, particularly from mentors. What, in your opinion, makes a good mentor? I think someone that has, you know, experience in your space, this, this, this current person was a six-time CEO. And so he is a vast experience all over the place, but I've got some really great HR partners as well. And I've got a really good digital marketing partner. So I think it's, I've got different people in different facets of the business that I can call upon. So if I'm looking at scaling, I'll call Phil. If I'm looking at digital marketing, I'll call Calm. So, you know, there's certain people that you're going to, that you're going to tap, you know, when you, when you need some help. So I think that that's the biggest thing with people that are stuck go get some help. You can go to CWE if you're a women-owned business, the Center for Women and Enterprise. After they offer free mentoring and free coaching, or you go to SCORE, which is a national you know, nonprofit organization as well. So there's, there's lots of resources out there for, for companies that take advantage of it. That's what they're there for. Great suggestions. You know, we've covered quite a bit in our time together. As you kind of reflect on what we've discussed what might be some things you want to make sure that folks uh, have as takeaways? 
think takeaways is, you know, your mind is what gets in your way. So a lot of times the block is, is mental. And so making sure that you feed your mind by listening to different podcasts and, and different people, Mel Robbins, Simon Sinek, Brene Brown. So I feed myself every day, making sure that you take care of your body and you take care of yourself, walk and exercise. And that, that work-life balance or blend is really important. And, and tapping people, asking for help. Okay to ask for help. People want to help in general. So those are the things I think I'd want people to take away from our conversation. Those are great, great things for us to remember. You know, Sandy, folks have been listening to you and they may say, I want to reach out to Sandy. What is the best way for them to connect with you? So you can connect with me on LinkedIn when the tag is Sandra Kearney, K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, or my email at skearney at hpowersolutions.com. Excellent. Now, if you're driving, don't worry about that. We will include that in our show notes. So fret not at all. Boy, we, we've covered a lot in a short period of time. Sandy, this has been a real treat. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate you having me. It was my pleasure. And I also want to thank our listeners for joining us for this episode of Get Unstuck and On Target. We upload the latest episode every Thursday. And if you haven't already, I invite you to join our growing list of subscribers. But we at Bench Builders, we love to help companies get unstuck with practical management training, leadership coaching, and better business planning and execution. But if you've been listening to my discussion with Sandy and you're realizing that something's keeping you or your business stuck, let's talk. Visit unstuck.show to schedule a call. So I'd like to thank you for joining us. And I hope that you've picked up on some tips that help you get unstuck and on target. Until next time.